This is S. Anthony Thomas, host of the S. Anthony Says Podcast, and I have a public service announcement. The Quadcast Podcast absolutely rules. Yeah, I said it, and I meant it. Now on with my show. <laughs> well, hello, hello, everybody. This is S. Anthony Thomas, and this is the S. Anthony Says Podcast, also known as S. Anthony Says. And my friends, this is episode number 167. And I want to thank you guys very, very much uh, for a wonderful day. Uh, I should say wonderful week last week regarding the uh, listens to last week's episode. Uh, much appreciated because uh, normally what happens when you put out an episode, the first day there's a gigantic spike in listenership. You know, all the people that subscribe, there's this big giant spike on the graph. And then it gradually goes down. And then during the course of the week, it it bumps up a little bit as different people who subscribe but listen to you later on catch on. So you see the little bumps in the middle of it, and it looks like kind of like a you know a, a way up, then halfway down, then up, 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 then down, then up, then down, then up, then down. Then it gradually trails off, and then the next episode comes out. But what happened with last week's episode was it was a huge spike. Then the regular, the regular slow dip, and a bunch of little bumps in the middle where you know a bunch of people come on, and then all of a sudden there was another huge spike, which was just as big as the initial spike. It was almost as if you know it it it, it revitalized for some reason the same way it would go back up as if a new episode had come out. And obviously, what happened was uh, there was new people coming on to listen to the episode. Apparently, you weirdos like me. Um, I don't understand that. You need help. I mean, how, where is all you people coming from liking me? I mean, I understand why I like me because I get to spend a lot of time with me. <laughs> but then again, you guys spend about an hour or so a week with me, don't you? And some of you spend an hour a week with me with the new episodes. And then you go back and listen to some of the old episodes. And maybe you spend more than an hour a week with me. Lucky you. <laughs> In all seriousness, much love to you. I really appreciate uh, you guys coming and checking out everything. Thanks for listening. Thanks for recommending me to people because I understand a lot of you people have done that. And I really, really do appreciate that. Um, seriously, I really do. So this is episode number 167. Hope you dig it. It's going to be weird. I'm just telling you that right now. But then again, for those of you that have been listening to me for the better part of a year and change, uh, you know that already. For those of you that are new, now I'm telling you. The show was weird then, it's weird now, and it's going to keep getting weirder because, quite frankly, I keep getting weirder. Want some proof? All right. Listen to the episode that's about to start right after this incredible theme song. Roll it. Go. S. S. Anthony Thomas. Go.
All right, guys. Let me let me ask you guys a question. You remember? I, I think it was in the episode one sixty six, the last episode. I talked about being in the car and enjoying the breeze, right? Well, that was a wonderful little story, and apparently a lot of you like that, and I appreciate that. Thank you very, very much. But I'll be honest with you, today was a lot hotter, and guess what? The breeze sucks. Okay, the other day the breeze was awesome. Last week, great breeze. This week, the breeze's bad cousin who came up on the wrong side of the tracks and decided not to make his life any better, bad breeze showed up. And bad breeze sucked. We all have a relative that sucks. You know, the kind of relative that's always in trouble. They get in trouble. They get the draconian punishment that comes from being in trouble, a.k.a. going to jail. And then they come out of jail and they don't even attempt to try to make themselves better. You'll even show them examples of people who've actually been to jail for the same thing or something of the same severity decided that I'm not going to do that again and then turn around to become a productive citizen and they say ah that requires effort I don't think so they're the bad relative and this is the bad relative of that wonderful breeze from last week last week's breeze was the breeze that comes to your house to watch a fight and shows up with sodas and chips you didn't even ask that breeze to show up with sodas and chips but the breeze is just a really really good person it shows up with sodas and chips and then when you even when you decide to pay for the pizza they go you know what don't waste your time with the delivering i'll go get it myself that way you don't have to wait for him or her to deliver to other houses the pizza will come right here and it'll be hot no problem that is the breeze from last week that's the breeze that's really really cool that's the breeze that goes hey i'm on my way to your house we've been friends for a long period of time why don't you put me on the list to pick up your kid i'll pick your kid up because i gotta pick my kid up too no reason for you to go out of your way or leave work early my hours are different i'll pick up your kid for you that's what the breeze from last week was the breeze from last week is the one that goes to a store knowing that the xboxes or whatever the toy of the moment is in short supply sees a store that actually has them makes the purchase calls you up saying are you still looking for that xbox yeah don't worry about it i got one for you you can just pay me back and that's the last week's breeze oh yeah that's why you could enjoy the breeze this week's breeze sucks this week's breeze is the one that sits on your car and i'm not talking about leaning on your car i mean sits on your car with their feet on the damn bumper and you gotta come out and say get off my car breeze and the breeze gets off your car but gives you an evil look like you did something this is the breeze that's 20 years old sees your 15 year old niece daughter on the porch and walks by and starts looking at her a little bit too long and then walks quickly away when you come outside this is the breeze that when they see the xbox yeah i bought an xbox <laughs> i know it cost 250 dollars and my my cousin good breeze and my brother good breeze and my close relative good breeze would just ask for the exact amount of money he paid to pick it up but i got news for you this is a business opportunity and instead of the 250 you pay me 500 bucks you bastard because you 
can't get this Xbox and I just happened upon this Xbox. It really didn't go out of my way to get this Xbox because I was buying an Xbox and this Xbox isn't heavy and I could be a good person and just charge you exactly what I paid for it knowing that you desperately want it. But no, I'm going to charge you more for it, you bastard. This is the breeze that comes to your house when you invite them and bring six friends and these one of these six friends sucks even worse than the bad breeze. That's how bad the breeze is today. You roll your car window down and the breeze doesn't comfort you. It doesn't wrap around you and make you feel about like you're on a desert island. It punches you in the face. Yeah, that's right. That's what this breeze feels like. And this breeze absolutely sucks. Now, why did I say that? I say that because it doesn't matter because my air conditioning in the car works and works perfectly. It's ice cold. So I rolled up my windows in the mighty Toyota Camry. And what happens within seven or eight seconds, the front of the car is cold. And in exactly the same amount of time, another seven or eight seconds, the back of the car is cold. If that's what I want, I control the temperature. And I'm telling you right now, my friends. I like the air conditioning in my car more than I like several people that I know personally. Yeah, I said it. Because the air conditioning in my car is reliable. I turn on, I turn it to the blue, I twist the knob to blue because blue means cold and red means hot. It's amazing how that works, huh? Those guys are geniuses. And then you press the button and a little light comes on and all of a sudden you got cold air coming out. How often? Every damn time. Every single time it comes on, it works, it's reliable and you feel great. Ah, cold there i think i'm gonna turn the knob and make it go for my to my feet and my face bang click there it is and now my face and my feet are enjoying the cold air oh yeah you know what i just wanted to be on my face and the passengers faces because that's really where you feel the heat most of the heat that escapes from your body's from the head anybody anyway you all went to science class you know that so let's put the air conditioner on the face take another click click and now it's on our faces and it's really cool. And even if your air conditioner somehow breaks, it's usually not a mechanical problem. You need just you need, need to just have it recharged, put a little Freon in there, and then you're good to go. So you take it to the place you drive by. You see those places all the time when you see those mechanical places. We'll do we'll, we'll, uh, oil change, $20.00 transmission this whatever amount of dollars this that this whatever whatever will recharge your air conditioner seventy dollars and that's all it costs you walk in you go that's not working oh yeah what a coincidence we're the guys that make it work give me seventy dollars here's seventy dollars click 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 time goes by 57 minutes here's your car sir enjoy that ice cold air just remember the blue side is cold the red side is hot and you look at him and go i knew that and he goes you're a genius just like the person who put that knob together and we're haha we're simpatico and you drive off in your cold car because the air conditioner has been fixed and it only took an hour but when you think in terms of the people that you know that have serious problems, that are huge pains in the ass, guess what? You can't fix their punk asses in an hour, can you? Oh, hell no, you can't. They got to go to therapy to fix some of the problems they have. 
Wouldn't you love to be able to drive down the street and see a sign that says, Girlfriend, won't shut the hell up about that thing you did a long time ago. We can fix it for $70. And you pull into the thing. And she goes, Are you in here for the, for the air conditioner? Or are you in here to fix me? And you're going, I don't know what you're talking about. Fix girlfriends. I didn't know they did that. <laughs> then you motion to her when she's not looking. And a bunch of people run out, grab her, drag her into a room. And I don't know what they're doing in there. Probably involves medication. Maybe a minor surgery. She comes back out and she stops. Stops talking about that crap you did and just lets it die down. Oh, yeah. Ladies, I didn't forget you. You're driving down the street. You got your dude in your car with you. And you're driving to the tell them to stop trying to bang my sister. $70. You drag, they drag him into a room. I don't know. It probably requires minor surgery. Maybe some shock treatments. I don't know. I just heard a lot of screaming in the other room. He comes back out. And all of a sudden, no matter what your sister wears. And your sister's as hot as you are. She has the same delicious buttocks and yummy breasts that you have. And she's about five years younger not that it matters but she's five years younger and he doesn't even look at her he feels the same way he would feel if she was a relative of his he doesn't even notice her and you love it you're going that's the best 70 dollars i've ever spent to fix my boyfriend and have him stop looking at my sister's five-year-old and equally delicious buttocks and it's wonderful but you can't fix a human being the way you fix a car. You wish you could, but you can't. It sucks that you can't. You got to take people have to go to therapy for years. I think we have a breakthrough. No, you don't. You don't have a breakthrough. Is there really an end point to therapy? Is there really a point where you go into therapy and the doctor goes, here's your here's your ticket. And you look at the ticket and it goes, you're fixed. And you go, I'm fixed. You're damn right. You don't have to come in here anymore. Actually, I, the last five sessions, you were already fixed. But I let you come back in five more times to see if you were still as effed up in the head as you were when you came in. And I noticed that you, your effed up in the headedness has been reduced to zero percent. And you went through the five you know, sessions with me with no F upped in the headedness and you are now fixed. You can go back out into the world and not annoy the crap out of people. You can go back out into the world and not be a huge piece of crap. You can go back out into the world and have healthy relationships. But if I were you, if you find a guy that you like and you see he's got a little bit of F headed f up in the headedness i suggest you bring him in here i'll put him on the lift i'll take out the screwdrivers i'll open his head up and i'll do what the same thing i do to you and take out all of his f up in the headedness now i don't i would not suggest you bring anyone in who's as effed up in the head as you are or I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> force of habit as you were, because just like when you had to be here, me taking six years to scrape out every drip drop of the effed up in the headedness that you had. You don't want to wait six years for a dude. You want to come in here. Maybe I'll check him the same way when you take a car in to have your brakes checked and the guy 
takes the car, puts the car up on the lift, takes a look at the brakes and goes, oh, you got three quarters of a pad here. You're good. Come back in six months, depending on how much you drive. If you hear a squealing or squeaking, that means it hit the, the, no, the notifier inside of the brake and you bring it back and we'll switch brakes. But right now you have three quarters of a pad or the guy can go, ooh, man, not only should you have come in, not only is the brake not there, you have no pad and you have rotor damage. I'm going to have to smooth out those rotors. Had you come in six months earlier, I could have just changed the pads now i gotta put in new brake pads and i gotta smooth out the cylinder here i gotta smooth it out it would have been fifty dollars to fix the brakes now you gotta get the brakes that's fifty dollars and now it's three hundred dollars to smooth out the rotors so sorry you don't want a guy like that oh no you don't want a guy that has a messed up rotor you don't want that you don't want a guy with structural damage oh no you gotta drive safely you don't want to drive a guy and have him break down on you do you hell no you don't you want to bring in a guy that's not as messed up as you were because when you came in you were like a katrina car you looked good but when i pulled up the rug oh what a mess and when i pulled out the bolt oh and that's incredibly bad i had to put you up on the lift and i had to weld you down and scrape you down and restructure this and fix that and now you're as good as new and you do not want to have a guy that needs that much work so please bring the guy in i'm the jiffy lube of your new boyfriends damn it whenever you decide you want to bring another dude into your life go out with him do not have sex with him bring him in here to me we'll check him for diseases we'll check his brain and then you can decide whether you want to ride him but until then i wouldn't do that i offer that service to you and that's what your therapist would say in the perfect world but i really do like my air conditioning more than i like several people how many people do you know that when the second you push the button and in the case of a person, invite them into your personal space, immediately give you that refreshing feeling, immediately make you feel like, yes, I'm glad you're here. This is awesome. Everything around us is now awesome. Do You feel that way about your husband or your girlfriend or your wife or whatever. As soon as he comes home, everything's great. This guy's a great guy. He's fun to be with. He's great with the kids. He knows how to cook. He goes upstairs and gives, and gives you a good, good old-fashioned boom, boom, jiggity, boom, the boom, jiggity, jiggity, the way you like. Without that, and it's the greatest. A hot girl walks by. He doesn't even pay attention. Of course, he actually took a good look at her. But at least he was smart enough to know how to get free buttocks and boob looks without you knowing that he's doing them. You know, he's taking my class. I talked about it in a earlier podcast i'll talk about it in a future podcast i'm not going to talk about it in this podcast because i don't want to talk about it right now and it's my podcast now that's right your wife comes home and she's the greatest thing in the world she's great with the kids she knows how to cook she knows how to be great she knows how to not bring up crap you did 10 years ago and rub it in your face she knows not to do that oh she's the best oh these two people are not like Katrina cars that were flooded out. No, these people are like cars that are coming off the lot at the very minimum, highly taken care of, highly uh, uh, restructured, highly maintained pre-owned Lexuses or something like that. Where you, instead of a car that was in a flood or something like that or was in had a, an accident and been all bent up and you can't tell how effed up the car is until you're driving and you wind up driving 
driving into a pole because you turn the steering wheel one way the axle breaks and it goes in another way and there are people that are just like that there are people that are just like that you know what i'm talking about you've been on dates and everything's going great and the next thing you know the waitress puts a little too much salt in the spaghetti and he jumps up and he takes a chair and breaks it over the head of the manager of the store and you're going whoa it was just a little bit too much pepper and he goes you too and he pulls out a gun and aims it at you okay not that bad i'm just talking about someone being an a-hole and maybe that example was a little bit too much but you know what i'm talking about (laughs) but i sat there in my car it was really hot outside and i was going to go and pick up something for somebody and I could see people walking down the street, but you know, yeah, sometimes people take a, like a, a washcloth and put it on top of their heads. They put water on it, you know, to cool themselves down or they fan themselves, which is really not helping any because you're just fanning the really, really hot and humid air right into your face. You're going, it's really kind of, it's a little bit, it's more, a little more difficult to breathe now that I'm actually putting this hot, humid air more rapidly into my face. I wonder why that is. Hmm. And I sat there and the car's running. Listening to sports talk radio. And I know that I don't have to go into this place to pick up this thing for this person for another 10 minutes. I know I'm early and I could get out and go into the place. But I guarantee you the place that I'd be going in is not as cold and refreshing as the mighty Toyota Camry I sit in. So I just sat there. And I was going through my mental Rolodex of people in my life trying to figure out if there was somebody I like more than I liked the air conditioning in my car. And I'm telling you, the number was getting smaller and smaller. What about this guy? Hell no. How about her? Ha <laughs> ha. No, I don't like that person as much as I like the stuff that got spilt on the rug. Uh, what else you got? How about this guy? Oh, God, no. I don't like him as much as those, those, you know, that stain in the trunk that I have to wash out by hand oh i think not how about this now i like him about as much as the gas that got accidentally spilled on the side of my car when a guy walked up to me to say hey how you doing and knocked the plug out the knocked the damn pump out the car and then he gave him i'm sorry man i'm sorry man i'm sorry man and gave me two dollars i like the no what about this guy him I like almost as much as the air conditioning. And it's not fair to say he shouldn't be in the same group of people I definitely don't like as much as the air conditioning. It's kind of weird when you're that close to the line. You know, sometimes what they say, if you have a, if you reach a certain sales goal, you get the bonus. And the sales goal, let's pick a random number, is 100. You hit number, you hit 100, you get this vacation and all this money, and then you hit 99.9. And they're going, sorry, chump. We said 100. You had 99.9. Sorry, can't make an exception for you. Ah, ha, ha. And basically, you're no different for all intents and purposes as the people that got a two. Because either you get them to 100 or you don't get to 100. You either get the prize or you don't get the prize. And this particular person that I'm thinking about is not quite as good as my air conditioning. So you get into that group of people I don't like anywhere near as much as I like the air conditioning. So sorry. I don't make the rules. Wait a minute. I did make the rules and they're arbitrary and stupid, but I'm going to stick to them in this scenario. And then I started thinking about the last five people and all five of those people that I know are more important to me and I care about them and love them more than I love my air conditioning. 
Of course, one of them was my mom. I love my mom more than I love my air conditioning. Yes, I do. And there's another person and another person and another person and another person. And three of them I've had sex with. That's kind of weird that I have my mom in the category with those other people. But your mom, you always love your mom. That's a different story. Three of those other people I've gotten it on with. And the other person is a good friend of mine who knows so much about me that if I don't put him in this category because he listens to the podcast, he's going to start spilling the beans. And I can't have that because I don't want to have to have him killed. (laughs) Just kidding. (laughs) You know who you are and you better keep your damn mouth shut, punk. Don't think just because you live in a different state to do it. <laughs> I mean, hi, buddy. <laughs> but have you ever done that? Have you ever just had something that you don't, don't tell me you haven't done that. Don't tell me you have not sat down because there's certain things we like to do just to enjoy the day. One of my favorite things of and this is so dumb and I'm going to admit it to you because I've already admitted enough embarrassing crap to you over the past year and a half close to two years two years in october so this is this is kind of an it's not uh, it's not embarrassing screw it i'm saying it and i'm going to start doing it again one of my favorite things i probably like no i might actually have talked about it, i don't remember but if i hadn't some of you are new so you you wouldn't have heard it so what so it doesn't matter if i say it again one of my favorite things is there's a show on cbs called cbs sunday morning and they always do these really cool stories you know like slice of america type stories little you know the you know norman looks like norman rockwell probably developed you know came back from and and directed these episodes middle america wonderful little stories about small towns and artists that do really cool things that that are never going to become famous but they have a little following where they are or you know they were or or when they always have one celebrity interview where they spend 11 and a half minutes talking to that celebrity and i love that show and one of my favorite and this is so dumb one of my favorite things in the world is literally <laughs> god the hell am i all right i'm saying it's true screw it uh <laughs> is the <laughs> Is to sit down, especially during football season, is to sit down with a bowl of cornflakes and milk with fruit cocktail on it, with sugar on top of that. And I mean, I'm talking about a lot of fruit cocktail and all the fruit sliced up on it and milk. That's my that's the cereal. A cup of coffee next to me while I'm watching that and eating the cereal and to my and I like to have the sports section uh, discussing whatever the football team I like, which is the Eagles. And don't give me a hard time, you know, when they start to suck. Shut up, punks. Um, <laughs> and, uh, and and that's, that's one of my fun things, man. I love I love to, I love to just eat the cereal, watch the Sunday morning program, drink my coffee. Sometimes I take a little of the coffee when I'm halfway through the cereal and dump a little, little of the coffee into the cereal, mix it up so, this, so the cereal, the milk that's left and the cereal that lo- that's left has a little bit of a coffee flavor to it. Yeah, maybe that's gross to you, but I like it. Shut up. And watch the show. And then when football when football comes on, I like to wait till the game is over and then read the sports section to see how right or wrong the articles were. I absolutely love Sundays like that. Love it. I know what you were thinking. You're probably thinking, well, what about when you had a girlfriend? The last time you had a girlfriend. What did you like? Well, see, those Sundays were even better. Because those Sundays in, in, were, were basically... The same things that I actually just described, plus banging, which was an even better Sunday. Okay, 
add banging to that Sunday, and it's an even better Sunday. Add the banging plus that stuff and an, and a win by my favorite football teams. Perfect Sunday, especially if at the end of all of that, more banging. <laughs> We all have those little things and sometimes, you know, those little things that we really love. And sometimes, you know, you sit there and you, you enjoy that process and you're going, I feel this way about what's happening right now. I feel this way about eating my bowl of cereal and watching the Sunday morning program and drinking my coffee and reading the sports section and maybe getting it on with my girlfriend before that and after that hopefully if I have a girlfriend at the time but you think you take that as a, as a Sunday that feeling of that Sunday and you realize how you feel how good that feels and then you start thinking what do I like more than that right don't tell me you've never sat down with a bowl of your favorite ice cream and realize I like this more than I like my significant other now that's usually when you're about to break up with them but you know what I'm saying so that's what I was thinking. I was sitting there, the air conditioning, I'm going, I like this air conditioning when it's on more than I like 80% of the people I know. Granted, when, when wintertime comes around, I dump that air conditioner like, like I was a groupie and that air conditioner was a rock star who can't sell albums anymore. Hey, I'm air conditioner. Remember me? Yeah, I remember that your last album only sold 700 copies. Get out. It's time for me to start dating the heater. <laughs> and then it all starts all over again. It's freezing cold outside. There's snow. There's sleet. Oh, I'm driving around. It's so damn cold outside. And I take that knob that was one side is blue. I take that knob and I switch that basset all the way to the right to the red side. Why? Because red means hot. Damn it. And then I turn on the heat and it's super duper hot. Now, the heat doesn't come on as quickly as the cold does because it's actually cold outside. The engine's cold and some of the heat that's coming into your cars is the car is coming from the engine. You have to wait till the engine warms up. So I don't like the heat as much as I like the air conditioner. It's not the heater's fault. It's just the way it is. But I still like that heater more than if I like the air conditioner more than I like 80% of the people I know. I like the heater more than I like 50% of the people I know. That's right. I turn that heater on and once the heat is up to a certain certain level and actually it starts to kick heat into the car oh ho, ho, ho. now all of a sudden i like that heater more than i like a lot of people i start running through my mental rolodex mm, who do i like more than i like the heater and i like five people in my life more, more than i like the air more than I like the air conditioner and i think i like about 10 people more than i like the heater of course one of them is my mom and then I think about the other nine people. And coincidentally, much like with the air conditioner, I've gotten it on with most of those people because they ain't relatives. There's one. Uh, yeah, OK. Yeah. In fact, all of them. And that one friend that I'm cool with who better not tell no damn secrets because just because you in a different state don't mean I can't. <laughs> anyway. So let me ask you a question. Is that is that how you feel, too? You have an experience and you realize you like that experience more than you like most of the people you know. Of course you do. Don't try to act like I'm the only weirdo that thinks that way. You're just as weird as I am. And you feel exactly the same way, you sick bastards. Don't act like you don't. It's not just me. It's me and all of you. Yeah, I said it. 
segment over. All right, guys. You know, you know what my normal format is because you guys have been listening to me for a while. And thank you for that. Also, thank you for all all these all the new people that came along for last ep- for uh, last week's episode. I really appreciate you guys. Hope you hang around. I'm pretty sure you will cuz I said so, damn it. <laughs> but my normal format is I have segments. Usually, you know, usually it'll be, you know, four 15-minute segments or somewhere in that neighborhood or three 20-minute segments. So it's somewhere around that range. And very rarely I'll, I'll tag on a couple of shorter segments at the end or somewhere in the middle. But that's usually the format, and I usually end the segment by saying segment over and all that kind of stuff. But, I mean, can I just switch up things just a little bit right now? Would that be all right with you guys? It is? Fantastic. I know what you're thinking. We're not actually there to say okay. You're actually recording this earlier, so we would, you would actually be just assuming that we said okay because we're not there to say okay because we have not heard it yet. We're hearing it now when it's already been recorded. Yeah, well, just calm down. I know you people well enough to know that your love for me would make you say yeah, yes, yes, do what you want, and that's what's about to happen, damn it. I just want to rattle off some crap that annoys the crap out of me. I know it annoys you too. I'm just in an annoyed mood right now because there's been a lot of things that have annoyed me. And uh, I'm in one of those moods. Normally, I'm not in one of those moods, but I am now. First, to my phone company, FU. Okay? If I pay a lot of money for internet service and for phone service and my internet service and my phone service stops get your ass to my house and fix it don't fix it three days from now and then three days from now give me a 13 hour window for when you're going to show up well we're going to show up sometime between eight o'clock in the morning and i don't know sometime and i don't know well when's labor day <laughs> uh-uh. stop it first of all if your service is really that good why does it take you that long to get around the people? If your st- service was as stellar as you say it is, you would have an ab- you would have an abundance of tech people ready to show up. Like if you have a product that almost never breaks, when it when it when the when it breaks or stops working, you'd have a tech. Pro- Wait a second, your service is down. Really? Wait, wait, wait. You have our service. And it's down. Hold on. Guys, you really, we, we, could you get the calendar, please? What's up? What's going on? Someone has our service and it's down. What do you mean down? Down. I mean, it's not working. Our service isn't working? Yeah. Yes. Oh, my God. It's the first time it's ever happened. Um, You guys, uh, wake the tech people up because something actually is, is malfunctioning. Malfunctioning? Really? Who's malfunctioning? Someone has our service and it's malfunctioning. Are you kidding me? I mean, I'm actually going to get to go and fix stuff? Yes, you are. Uh, I, 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 I'll keep him on the phone. Sir, you're our first ever person to call with a complaint. 
and we have about 7,000 people who are, who are here that we have on staff to fix things and uh, they've never actually had to leave and go into the field. In fact, all of the tires on all of our tech trucks have dry rotted because we didn't, we've never actually had to fix anything. In fact, um, we're going to have somebody come over today, but because we've never actually had to fix anything practically in the field, what we're going to do and don't be shocked by this. He's actually going to have a textbook in his hand because his skills are rusty because uh, he's never had to use them. Yeah, that's right. I know I exaggerated a little bit. But if why does it take three or four days for the tech people to come to your house to fix your damn Internet and to fix your damn phone? The simple fact that you have that much of a gap between when I call your punk ass and when you show up, it means that your service kind of sucks because stuff is breaking on a regular basis and you got tech people out in the field and they're whack. It's like whack-a-mole. Every time they fix one, another person person's crap breaks well let me tell you something jackasses fix this crap give us good service and i want it to be like my little comedic scenario just before this little piece of the rant where you have tech people sitting there in the starting blocks like usain bolt world's fastest man to get your punk ass to our houses to fix stuff that shouldn't have broken down in the first place so get it done you bastards yeah i said it Sorry, that just happened. And, I, and this is Monday when I'm recording this. I'll also probably be posting this on Monday or at least I'm going to try to post it on Monday because the tech people haven't brought their punk asses to my damn house to fix my Internet service. So who knows? This might come out Thursday, you know, the day after their punk ass shows up to work on my Internet service. Or maybe it'll come out next week. All I know is it's being recorded on Monday, June 15th. I don't know when it's actually going to come out. Hopefully, I can stick to my reg regular schedule. Okay. That's the first thing that annoyed the crap out of me. Second. And this is to not my my immediate neighbors, but the neighbors of another place that I normally have to stay when I'm working on some stuff. I have a... They, they get it on like clockwork and there's nothing wrong with a couple getting it on. I think it's wonderful. I've been a part of a couple several times. And of course, I enthusiastically getting it, get it on on a regular basis because uh, I like getting it on. Don't have a girlfriend right now. But when I do, I get it on with her as much as possible. But I don't want to be obnoxious with it. And there were some neighbors that were literally obnoxious with it it was almost as if they had speakers attached to themselves and pushed them up against the wall so we could hear them getting it on why don't you just turn on the radio like normal people could you do that would you mind doing that because that's the normal thing to do to turn on the radio to cover up the sounds of you getting it on now, I didn't even really pay attention to this concept. I really was aware of this when I was about 17 years old. It was the year I started doing comedy. And I wasn't 17 when this happens. I was about, no, I was, I, actually, I was almost 18, but I was 17. And so a friend of mine who at the time, well, he's still the same. I was about to say who at the time was about 10 years older. Surprisingly enough, now he's still 10 years older. Isn't that amazing? So, <laughs> so he picks me up. I'm, with my, I'm, I'm now a professional comedian at this point. 
And by professional, I'm meaning people would give me 50 bucks to do shows. But that's technically a professional. Shut up. That's I was that was good for me back then, you bastards. Anyway, so he picks me up and he picks me up and we get in his car and we're driving to a gig. And I know the way to the gig generally. And I realize he's not going the way that we're supposed to be going. And I'm thinking, what is this guy doing? I'm thinking, okay, maybe he's getting a soda. It's a long trip. Maybe he wants some refreshments. Cool, I'll get a soda too. And then I realize he's going into another neighborhood in the same city and we, in which we both lived at the time. And he goes, hey, uh, man, I um, got to go see my girl real quick. And I'm thinking, eh, no big deal. I'll sit in the car. You know, he'll, maybe he'll go upstairs. Maybe he left something over there. Maybe he wants to kiss his girlfriend, you know, whatever. He goes, come on, come on, come on, come on. I'm going. How long are we going to be there? I said, just, man, just shut up. You're getting a ride, ain't you? Shut your mouth. And we go upstairs. I see his girlfriend, beautiful young lady. Well, to me, to me, she was old because I was 17 and she was like 28, um, but still beautiful. And he goes, here's my, here's my, boy, my little homie over here, man. Hi, how you doing? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. And uh, it was a nice place. Oh, thanks a lot, honey. Have a seat. And I sat down. And then he goes, they go over to talk in the kitchen and I can hear him, what are you doing? Stop that. You know, and I'm no big deal. You know, as a 17 year old, I was very mature about it. I'm on the couch. <laughs> Much like I do now, but now because I'm a, I'm a man, I go, it's, it's still the same level of silliness, but with a deeper voice. <laughs> Don't judge me, damn it. So he walks around and I can hear her going, What's little? What's what's going on? What's going on? But you, when he's here, what are you gonna do? He goes, I don't mean, I don't mean no difference to me. That's my boy. That's my little. That's my little homie. We doing a show together. Is that is that him? That's the one that you said was funny. Yeah, he, he real he real good. He's real good. But you know, you know, he's you know, I, mean, I, I ain't got time. So basically, what happened was he wanted to see his woman because of whatever their schedules were. It was very difficult for them to see each other during the week, and he didn't want to wait till the weekend to see uh, his lady. And this was a weekday show. Um, so what he does was, uh, you know, they, they, you can see them like deciding what to do with me. Like I was like the kid, like I'm five years old and they're deciding whose turn it is to watch the kid while the other goes out and play uh, with their friends. And I'm, I'm sitting there, what the hell is, was it? What did you, can you just, what's going on here? So he goes, all right, all right, I'll take care of it. He goes walking out of the house and I'm sitting there with his girlfriend. She comes over to me and she's trying to start a conversation now keep in mind i'm 17 almost 18 i'm almost an adult i'm an intelligent kid at the time much like a not like the genius i am now <laughs> yes i am but she does i mean if you're 28 years old you don't really know what to say to a 17 year old i mean you know hey what's going on hey you know you could say that but you how do you, you don't know how to talk to a 17 year old and it's obvious because she's literally it's if you were on the outside and you saw her attempting to have a conversation with me, you would figure that somehow I was developmentally delayed because of, and how was your day? And, and and so you you work with Jim, huh? And you do comedy, too. And I'm going, what? I'm looking at it like Does this woman think I got hit. What is why is she talking to me like this? What the hell is going on? <laughs> He comes back. He's got a personal size pizza, a soda, a bag of chips. He comes over to me. Yo, man, here. Slaps it on the table. Puts the soda on the table. Puts the chips on the table. Yo, girl, where's the remote at? Here it is. She takes the remote. Yeah. Throws it on the couch next to me. Watch some TV or something. And then they walk into the room. The bedroom, obviously. And I'm a 17-year-old. And, you know, I don't know. I mean, you know, I kind of figure out what's about to happen. But it's very obvious because as an older man, I know what 
a feel of your woman's ass when it's just like I just want to squeeze your butt. You know, like this is a sign of affection. I like you. You 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 have a cute butt. I want to squeeze it. Nothing else is going to happen. I'm just squeezing it, rubbing it, and they. I'm about to get it on with this butt squeeze. And this was obviously the I'm about to get it on with this butt squeeze. So they walk into the other room and I'm going, oh, my God, am I going to have to hear this? And then I hear the Prince music playing real loud. Real loud. So I can't hear anything but the Prince music. And it's very obvious they're getting it on. And it was cool because they didn't, you know, they they knew I, they had to have known I knew what was going on. But at least they turned the music on. I don't know whether they normally turn the music on when they got it on. But they turned the music on this particular time. That's cool. I, right? Back to regular time. We'll go back. That was, that was a long time ago. Back to regular time. The neighbors getting it on and making the noise. So I'm thinking, turn on the radio, man. Nobody wants to hear that crap. Nobody. Now, when I, I'm, even though I'm complaining about this, I'm a bit of a hypocrite because at that time I was 17. A few years later, I had my a girlfriend. I was at her house and, you know, boom, boom, jiggy, jiggy, boom, da, boom, chick. And the woman was loud. Like, really loud. Like, as a guy, you kind of dig it when your woman, like, yells crap. But this was, like, loud to the point where you're looking at her like, are you trying to be obnoxious? You know, you're looking at her like, I mean, I mean, I know I'm incredible, but good Lord. I mean, to the point where literally my left ear was ringing. That's what my ear would sound like after we got it. Like, for two days, my left ear. I was like, is she in my ear still? And I couldn't take it. And I know the neighbors had to have heard us. How do I know? Because every time I would walk out of her apartment, you know, you'd see the other neighbors that were kind of milling around in the apartment complex. And the guys would look at me like, ha ha, ha, ha good work, buddy. Ha ha, give me the thumbs up. Like, ha ha ha, ha we heard that. Ha ha ha, ha, ha. <laughs> And the lady's looking at me like, ha ha, you must be doing some good work in there, you know. At least that's what it looked like they were saying because I couldn't hear anything because my ear was going. (laughs) You know. And I really didn't even think about turning on the music because, I mean, quite frankly, it probably wouldn't have mattered. That's how loud she was. But let me tell you something. And I know I'm rambling a little bit, but I'm I'm, I'm making a point here, damn it. And I'm changing the subject a little bit. I mean, it's not changing the subject, but changing the focus because I was just thinking about this. Be careful how you how you broach subjects with your significant other. Okay, so you can complain about other people. I wish those people over there would stop their yelling because they can't hear it. You know, that guy over there is an a-hole. He doesn't hear you calling him an a-hole. Those people are pieces of crap. They don't hear you calling pieces of crap. But when you're trying to say something to the person you're with, you got to be very careful. I'm not going to tell her you stop yelling, Dagnabbit. Because she, oh, you don't like it? Well, maybe we shouldn't do anything. And right there, I'm not going to be able to get it on because she's mad. So there's no chance of me doing that. And I could, I can't put earplugs in because that would be rude. Because she would be thinking, oh, you don't want to hear what I have to say. And that's not the point, usually. <clears throat> you can't put a Walkman on while you're getting it on. because, Well, mainly because they don't make Walkman anymore. They make MP3 players. You're getting old. Shut up. But you know what I'm saying. You can't put an MP3 player on while you're getting it on with the person because she's going to be going, why are you doing that? And he's like, I would rather hear this new Prince album than hear you say what you're saying. And then they take the MP3 player, wrap the cord around it and jam it down your throat. And once again, the mood is ruined. 
You want to stop the yelling? Why? Because quite frankly, it's a little annoying when the SWAT team bursts into your room and you're standing there with your pants off with six dudes with guns aimed at you because that ruins the mood. <laughs> also, you have to be very, very careful how you broach subjects with people you're getting it on with. I made a big mistake. Okay, I remember the 10 or 12 things she used to yell and I wrote them on flashcards and I said, instead of blowing out my left eardrum, how about you grab one of these flashcards and show it to me and that way I'll know what you wanted to yell. And that did not go over well. It also didn't go over well when we came back into the bedroom three days later and I had installed one of those roulette wheels of, you know, of, of when, you know, you spin it and then when it stops, you, you can decide what whatever it has written on the little slot in there. I'm going to assume that's what she wanted to say. <laughs> and then she rolled it up and jammed it down my throat and it ruined the mood. I don't care if I'm rambling. So what? I usually ramble. Shut it up. But what I'm saying is. Neighbors need to turn on some music. I didn't have the option of turning on music with this lady. I just had to walk outside of my apartment with her and listen to the applause and watch people do the wave because of my incredibleness. <laughs> uh, that did not happen. The wave didn't happen. The applause did happen. <laughs> yes, it did. But what annoyed me and what I'm talking about here is what annoyed me is people need to stop making us have to hear them get it on. I don't want to hear you get it on, neighbors. Shut up. At least turn on some music. I don't want to hear that crap unless there's video with it, in which case I will pay $2.99 a month to watch it. <laughs> no, I won't. I, I, that's, that's a little bit too much because Netflix is $8 and those have actual stars on. I would, I'll pay $8 a month because I have Netflix. I'll, I'll pay $8 a month to, you know, to see stars do some acting. But, I mean, my next-door neighbors, they're, 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 they're nice-looking people, but they're not, you know. That they're not worthy of paying three dollars a month to see them do naked stuff to each other. You know, I mean, OK, maybe ninety nine cents a month, ninety nine cents a month. I'd pay to watch them get it. I mean, not that I would pay to watch them get it on. I'm just saying that other people who would would pay to watch people get it on would pay them because I think that watching people <clears throat> get it on is is is, is disgusting. I, I, I would never uh, do that. <clears throat> No, you, you cannot let you cannot look at my computer because because I think my nephew had it. And he may have accidentally put about five or six hundred uh, bookmarks for porn on there because because he does that sometimes. And I kept saying, I said, listen, man, young man, you do not go on there and put on damn bookmarks on my computer with all those porno things on it. That is wrong and disgusting. You know, and the simple fact that you had the nerve to make a folder called stuff that S. Anthony likes to watch, which includes all sorts of disgusting porno stuff. Ha ha ha. But it's definitely not his nephew that that made me look bad. Just, just, that's wrong, damn it, because I don't watch porn. I don't even understand what that is. I have to actually Google porn <laughs> to find out what. OK, so I watch a little porn. So what? Shut up. In fact, I'm going to have to complain about you people judging me. Don't act like you don't watch porno, you sick freaks. I know you do. Don't act like you don't know. Why is that a third of the Internet porn if you people aren't watching it? Come on. When I'm on the Internet, I just watch Masterpiece Theater reruns and the Discovery Channel. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> mm. 
No, 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 no. You don't have to check my YouTube history. There was a whole bunch of videos in a folder. There's a YouTube channel that was created specifically in my history called Nothing But Asses. Oh, my damn nephew. Oh, God. Now he's gotten into my YouTube account. What is wrong with the man? I, 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 he, he has problems. Because <laughs> um, it's definitely not me that would, would, would do that. Because that uh, <clears throat> segment over. Okay, let me talk to you about something here, folks. You're probably wondering where I get all these stories from. And people ask me, are you ever going to run out of stories, man? I said, this is episode number 167 of the podcast. And let me put it to you this way. If all the stories that I could tell you that I think you'll find interesting were in a phone book, I'm at the point now where I'm still working on the front cover of that phone book of stories. So no, I will never run out of stories. And I'll never run out of stories because I have one of those faces. And you're probably going incredibly handsome. (laughs) Yes, that's obvious. But that's not what I'm talking about. I've got one of those faces where people want to tell me crap. Now, people are social animals and obviously they want to connect with other human beings. But I'm telling you, my face is like a magnet for people who want to tell a stranger more stuff than that stranger could ever possibly want to know from somebody. And I know you think I may be exaggerating, but I'll put it to you this way. I go to a supermarket that I haven't been to in seven and a half months. I walk in all the cash people on the cash register and the manager. Hey, it's Anthony. Hey, and I walk in. And I'm going, oh, that's really nice that everybody did that. And as I walk in, the manager comes up to me. Hey, it's Anthony. Let me tell you about my wife and kids. And he's telling me all sorts of stuff about his wife and kids, the kind of things where if he went and actually told his therapist, I don't know if he has a therapist. (laughs) Yes, I do, because he told me. His therapist would go, how come he didn't tell me any of that crap? I could have fixed your dumb ass a long time ago. And he goes, I don't know. I just decided to tell this black guy of average height that I've seen to have an incredibly pleasant face and for some reason I gotta tell him all of my sick crap that's the kind of face I have incredibly handsome (laughs) of course it is but that's beside the point but I have one of those faces where people always try to draw me into conversation I know that happens to a lot of people but I'm telling you it doesn't happen to you as much as it happens to me it's a fact and people like i said thought i was exaggerating until they started hanging around with me and they go good lord you know how many times friends of mine would go someplace with me we'd be separated for about a minute or two and they'd come back and this person is saying crap to me that would and they, and they would you would think that i knew the person for 20 years and then the person would go away hey all right take care see you later and the guy one of my friends would go hey oh man how long have you known that guy and i said i just met the guy and they're going you just met him and he's talking about that and i go dude it's the face i got one of those faces that makes people want to walk up to me and tell me crap they don't tell other people i know secrets about people that if i spill them out first of all it would take seven years to spill the secrets but while i was spilling the secrets i'd get 10 more years of secrets so it would never be an end to me spilling the secrets and i can't take it anymore 
I'm sitting in the lobby of a hospital that's going for my checkup. I'm just waiting for the doctor to, you know, to come out and go, okay, here's your paperwork so you can come back for your next appointment six months from now. I'm sitting there and I'm sitting in the waiting room and there's a bunch of people in the waiting room and there's these two guys having a heated argument about something. I don't know what it is because I know once they see the face, they're going to draw me into the conversation. And I made the mistake of turning around they saw my face and they're going, okay, hey, let's ask this guy. Hey, buddy, let me ask you a question. What do you think about hemorrhoids? Because I have this bad and they're both talking about what hem. As it turns out, their discussion was whose hemorrhoids were the worst. And they decided to try to draw me into the conversation. You've had hemorrhoids, right? What do you think? And I'm going, no. I don't have hemorrhoids. I've never had hemorrhoids. And even if I did have hemorrhoids, I wouldn't want to talk about hemorrhoids to people I don't know in a room with acoustics like this. Because you're now have just told about, uh, let's see, 75 people that you have a really big throbbing vein on your buttocks hole. And I really, that's bleeding. And I really, really, really don't like the picture of that. I, at some point, am going to ha- want to have linguine with clams. That's what I planned on having. But for some reason right now, that's not going to happen probably for the next 15 years. Your, but- your buttocks talking about bastards. I'm telling you, I can't go anywhere without somebody I don't know walking up to me and telling me stuff about themselves I don't want to know. They go deeper than people that I know whose lives I actually am involved in. Oh, God. I go up to I'm literally standing next to this guy for about five seconds. I let's hey, what's going on, man? How you doing? Hey, what's going on? And. He's one of those guys that when he sees somebody with a face like mine, the face that makes people think that I want to hear all of their personal secrets. He literally starts in the middle of a from the middle of a conversation with me that we never actually had. Do you understand what I'm saying? He is talking to me as if he's continuing a conversation with me and we just met. He's talking about his wife's hysterectomy. He's talking about how one of his kids is on drugs. He's talking about how his other kid's doing great and he hopes that other kid gets away from the family because the family is dysfunctional. He is the only other person in the family that's not dysfunctional, but because he's the dad, he has to stay there and try to fix things and he hopes his son goes off and becomes a great guy and stays away from the family. And my contribution to the entire conversation consisted of and i quote oh they sell bagels and cream cheese here hey have you ever had them are they any good and he goes into speaking of hysterectomies my wife had one we were not speaking of hysterectomies okay that wasn't exactly how he worded it but he might as well have worded it that way and that's annoying But then I realize with a face like this, it's my job to be of service to these lunatics who want to tell me this crap. So I'm not impolite. I actually sit there and listen to these people tell me these stories. And the funny thing about it is, in many cases, they just wanted to talk to someone with a friendly yet incredibly ruggedly handsome face, which, of course, would be me. So I listen to their stories and I allow them to tell me their stories. 
and I give them my insight. I'm just a dude. I have no special training. I'm just a dude. And they walk away feeling a little more comforted. And I realize now I should charge these people. I should charge these people. The guy that told me about the hysterectomy should have gave me 20 bucks. The dudes that were talking about their hemorrhoids, I need monthly payments from those bastards because that was five months ago and I still have not had my linguine with clams because of the picture that they painted that is still burned into my memory the same way a, pic- a picture would be burned into your memory if you were in an in just people were doing some kind of medical secret medical experiments on you like they did in the 70s with people before it came out because of the freedom of information act and they were all stopped because we knew about them that's how burned into my mind uh, the picture of these two old guys talking about their hemorrhoids hold on for a minute i almost threw up (laughs) but that is the truth though I don't know what it is, man. I guess, I mean, it's, it's like, it's the face. I'm telling you what's my face. My face is very friendly. Everybody says that. You have a really friendly face. And here's some disgusting stuff about myself. No, no. Sorry, you, I'm sorry you, you got the friendly face. I have to tell you disgusting stuff about myself. It's, it's, it's the law. I have to do it. And I'm going, why do I have to hear disgusting stuff about you? And they said, listen, you were born with the friendly face, punk. Now shut up, sit down, and listen to me talk about my vasectomy and the fact that my wife shoots at my mother on Thanksgiving. I don't want to hear this crap. But once again, I sit down and listen to it. Why do I do that? Because I'm a great guy. And that's the truth. So if we run into each other, my friends, and I'm sure at some point we'll run into each other, I'm going to be going back out on tour with a new stand-up show at some point. And I'm, I'm assuming and hoping that some of the people that are listening to this podcast will come out and support me doing my live shows. You come up and we'll, you, you will take some selfies together. You'll hug me. Hopefully, if I don't have a girlfriend, I look forward to getting it on with at least one of you. I mean, I mean, meeting you and hanging out. <laughs> I definitely does not planning on getting it on with some of. OK. All right. I admit it. I admit it. I know that some of you out there's some cute babes in this audience. And when we meet each other, if you, I, I mean, <laughs> anyway, <laughs> uh, what I'm saying is we're, we're going to run into each other. And. I know you're going to start telling me disgusting, weird crap about yourself that normally you wouldn't tell other people. It's not your fault. It's the face, man. And you know what? I'm going to listen to you and I'm going to tell you it's going to be okay. And if you don't stink, I'm going to hug you. (laughs) What am I kidding? None of my podcast audience stinks. (laughs) Please take a shower before we meet. (laughs) Anyway. <laughs> I mean, I don't even you know where that came from. It was a uh, we did a sh- I did a show a, a while ago, uh, it was a few years ago, and we did a show for, I think it was it was it was a uh, it was a benefit for somebody. I, I feel bad that I don't remember what the benefit was about, but we were doing a lot of benefits then at that point because there was a lot of things we wanted to, to to help support, so we did a lot of benefits. Uh, but I remember it was at a bowling alley, and. Uh, apparently a lot of these people had seen me before, but I was playing a, a bigger club. So 
we, we, I didn't have an opportunity. We, at that point, we weren't. I wasn't doing any kind of meet and greets. I was just some dude, just like I am now, just some dude. I'm no star or anything. Not yet, but that, not yet anyway. And uh, so we you know they laugh, they wave as they walk out, and you walk. Hey, all right, great. And this is the first time that you know after the show, you really had an opportunity to hang out with the audience and it was really cool man you know because it's it, you know you do your work you do your show you work your ass off you try to get funny and memorize this crap and write this crap and then you have a bunch of people a group of people that really really dig what you do and then you come off the stage man and people want to high five you and hug you and stuff and everybody you know you know you're taking pictures with people you know and you're hugging them you know some people want you to sign some stuff they were like take, they were taking some of the guys were and ladies were taking beer like they peel the label off of the beer and then you sign the back of it or maybe a napkin or something but a lot of people just wanted to high five you tell them they, they like the show shake your hand say i like that bit that was great or when are you coming back that kind of stuff and but there was a bunch of dudes really big giant dudes big huge dudes not like I mean, when you when people say tall guy, you think six two. I'm talking about these dudes were like the size of houses, you know, and and they were a bowling team. And I'm going, how did you lose the bowling trophy? How did you not win the bowling uh, championship here of the night anyway? I mean, just the sheer size of you, dude. You should be able to throw the ball down there so far, so hard, the damn building shakes and all the pins go down. <laughs> all the pins go down. <laughs> these guys thought that was funny. Huge dudes. So what happens is, and it's really weird. I'm not a big guy. I'm 5'8 and change. I'm not a huge dude. But even a regular height guy, an average height guy like me, is not used to physically being picked up and moved physically. As a dude, you're not used to somebody moving you physically as, as a lady you may have a guy pick you up and swing you around to hug you you may have a guy pick you up when you cross the altar you may have a, you know guys you pick up your girlfriend you walk around with your kiss or whatever and maybe children you, you can pick them up but as a dude dudes don't get picked up i mean if you're a championship caliber athlete and you win in the finals or something you may get picked up but the average dude doesn't understand or have anything uh that you can relate to about you physically getting picked up and moved around not in a threatening way but just a simple fact that these people are so big they can pick you up and swing you around so <laughs> so these guys yeah, it was really funny huh the guy hugs me and i'm like okay and he picks me up and he swings me around this guy's the funniest guy in the world ha ha and i'm going did that guy just pick me up like i'm like three pounds and then the next guy, oh, yeah, he's the great. He picks me. He swings me around. The other guy picks me up. He puts me on his shoulder. He's running around. This is the best. He's the best. He's the best. He's the best. So now I got this bowling team of monsters carrying me around the bowling alley, chanting, he's the best. He's the best after the show, which was cool that people were saying, I'm the best. I'm the best. But I'm realizing each individual one of these 10 guys is strong enough to pick me up. Now, I didn't resist being picked up, but even if I did, I couldn't have done shit about it. So... I realize as I'm being high five by these monsters who are great guys, by the way, I realize big guys in our hot room sweat a lot. Oh, yes, they do. And big guys in a hot room that sweat a lot, that pick you up and swing you around, aren't the best smelling dudes in the world. And if they're not the best smelling dudes in the world and they're picking you up and swinging you around, then all of a sudden when you leave, you're not the best smelling dude in the world. And that's why I said that. 
nothing against anybody in my audience but i mean that was just i just kept remembering the fact that these guys i was like love these guys these guys are great they enjoyed the show they were really nice to me i still see every once in a while when i go to whatever that whatever area that particular area was which i'm not going to be specific about i see them and i still joke with them i'm like whoa 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 you gonna pick me up? Oh, I'm not gonna pick you up, man. If you pick me up, I don't remember what happened last time. Okay, all right. You can try some of that axe for men, bro. Oh, I know we were after this bowling. How we how we were, we were kind of smelly. Oh, hey, hey. Luckily, <laughs> that was like years ago, and I still break that dude's balls about that. Um, luckily, he has good humor because he's still the size of a house. So. <laughs> That's why I said, if you meet me, uh, please shower first, because I don't want no big giant people that smell a little bit bad swinging me around. Damn it. (laughs) Oh, man. Weird things happen to me, don't they? Yeah. And now I'm going to start telling you bastards about it. Now, you don't have the I got to tell everybody everything that happens to me, me face. Like I do, but guess what? If they tell me all that crap, I'm going to start telling you people all that crap because somebody's got to listen to this crap because it's so much crap that I know I got I to gotta share it with somebody and there's nobody better than you bastards. Yeah, that's right. I said it. So if you see me, I know when you know you're going to come up to me and tell me weird crap, but I want to let you know it's okay. I like hearing your weird crap and I'm going to hug you. Yeah, that's right. I'm going to high five you. I'm going to hug you. I'm going to thank you for listening to me. And that's what's going to happen. And there's nothing you can do about it. (laughs) Segment over. Well, folks, this has been another episode of the Yes, Anthony Says podcast starring yours truly, Yes, Anthony Thomas. I want to thank you guys very, very much for sticking with me, for listening to this crap and loving this crap and telling your friends about this crap and coming back and listening to this crap on a regular basis. Much love to you. Thank you very, very much. It means a lot. Um, do me a favor. If you're not already following me on Twitter, please do so. My Twitter address is at S. Anthony Thomas. The Twitter account for this particular podcast is at S. Anthony Says. If you want to subscribe to the podcast and you haven't done it so already, you can subscribe to me and listen to me at iTunes. You can do it on Stitcher Radio. Uh, tune in radio obviously whatever kind of podcatcher you're using please feel free to do that because i would really really love it uh if you have the opportunity to please give five star ratings to this podcast write some nice things about this podcast you love it don't you of course you do well let everybody know that would be so cool oh yeah and uh, the email address is of course the s anthony says podcast at gmail.com You people are the coolest bastards on the internet, the coolest bastards wherever you're listening to. If you're listening to this on your phone, you're the coolest bastard that's listening to me on your phone. If you're listening to this in your car, you're the coolest bastard listening to me in your car. And if you're outside of my house right now listening to to this podcast being recorded in the window, I want to let you know I already told you to get off that letter. I'm calling the cops. 
wait a minute, technically that counts as a listen. Never mind. Just make sure you're only there while I'm recording, then get off the ladder and get out the backyard, you sick bastard. Yeah, that's right. I want every listen I can, even if it's somebody listening to the window while I record this. That's right. I like having as many listeners as possible, damn it. (laughs) Much love to you all. I really appreciate you. I will see you again next week. Until then, ladies and gentlemen, S. Anthony out. time.